Welcome, beautiful people. I am Felicia Johnson, creator of Trauma Talk, and I'm so glad that you guys are here. I'm so excited that you have joined me today. So Trauma Talk is real quick, all about raising trauma form awareness to our online and local communities, promoting resilience and empowerment to trauma survivors and those that love them. So today we have here author and trauma recovery coach, Sia Moy. Sia, welcome. How are you doing, love? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am doing awesome. Absolutely fabulous. It's a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so, for having me. No problem. So real quickly, you guys, CEO Moy is the CEO and founder of Instrument of God, LLC, where she is called to inspire, motivate, and equip leaders that have been bound by their traumas of life to heal and walk into their God-given wholeness. While serving as a certified trauma recovery coach, Sia's clients have experienced tangible results, including complete healing from personal trauma and removing of cognitive blocks hindering success in their work, personal, and spiritual life. So Sia, could you tell uh, those that are watching a little about yourself, what you do, and just what keeps you motivated to do the work that you do? Okay, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, first and foremost, you know, I'm a servant of God before anything else. Um, I walk in several roles as an entrepreneur. As you said, I'm the founder of Instrument of God Ministries, um, as well as a certified trauma recovery coach, Christian counselor, trauma healing facilitator, uh, transformational speaker, poet, and author. Um, I'm also a mother to a 23-year-old young man, who is the love of my life. <laughs> um, and I'm about all things healing. And, um, you know, I love the simple things in life. Um, so what keeps me motivated, I would say, um, knowing that there's other Sia's out there that need someone to give voice to their wounds and traumatic experiences, um, to teach them that healing is their right. Um, and I feel like People don't know that when they're walking their lives and their lives have been shattered, that healing is a right for them. So I definitely know what it feels like to be lost, wounded, ashamed, broken, and confused. And so I definitely want to be a person that gives them a place that is safe. Um, so just knowing that and being able to have experienced healing um, and the freedom that it brings, I want to also be able to give that to them as well. Awesome. That is awesome. Because... A lot of times we're so afraid, I believe, as those that have been through a trauma or been affected by a traumatic experience that we feel that we're alone. We feel like that we can't tell anybody. And you said something, the shame and the brokenness kind of mm -hmm. really consume us. And so it's so important to have individuals like you in our community to say, hey, that you're not alone, that I too have experienced it, but not just a Me Too movement, but let me take it a step further and help you with this healing journey. Exactly. So I just think that's just <laughs> awesome because it's so important not just to say, hey, it's Me Too, but hey, we need to get you started on to begin healing so yeah. my next question for you Sia <laughs> what does healing mean to you and your philosophy of healing so healing for me means walking in your God-given wholeness all of who you are every piece of who you are owning that accepting that your past um, and walking freely and boldly 
in who you believe that you're called to be. That's what I believe healing is. That is awesome. That's absolutely powerful because you think about it. We don't want, sometimes we don't want the negative part of <laughs> ourselves. We, we love to hide the things that, you know, what, what people don't want to see or what we think is, oh, this is just too much for the world. They won't be able to handle it. Exactly. But the thing about healing, you have to be 100% totally healed because when it comes to this healing journey, it's like, okay, I can't just divide myself and say, you can have this part of me, but not this part of me. No, it's really saying, hey, I am completely whole and I'm yeah. owning my story. I'm owning my healing. So it's so very important. Definitely. So it's just, it's interesting. You, you work with ministry in trauma and in healing. Mm -hmm. So one of these questions I have, because many of individuals have been through what we call this church hurt or been hurt mm -hmm. by the church. Yeah. Do you have any... I guess, motivations or tools to help individuals that saying, hey, I don't even want anything to do with church or just mm -hmm. the church people because I've been hurt and yeah. I'm not there to heal. Do you have any tools that could help an individual that may be watching us right now and saying, I can't do ministry no more, or I can't get it, build a relationship, uh, my spiritual relationship, because I've been hurt. So what yeah. tools do you give an individual that's watching right now? Well, first I would say, assess why you're hurt, right? Um, because you're dealing with people and we're all falter. So it's a given, people are gonna hurt you, right? Um, and I think a lot of us, when we go into church, we go into church looking for a safe haven, a safe place. And although it should be that, there's also broken people in the church. Absolutely. But here's the thing, you, your, your church is not your identity, mm. right? You yes. go to church to fellowship. And so it goes back to the basis and the foundation of your relationship. Who is God to you? Because mm. yes, God uses people. But at any given day, if I wake up and decide not to be used, you may get a different part of who Sia is. Right, absolutely. So you got to trust God. Right. And I think a lot of us, we want to encompass all that together. Well, yes, when you go to church, there's an expectation that people should walk in the character of God. Um, that doesn't mean that that is how God treats you or that is how God sees you. And so it goes back to your lens. A lot of times we see God through the lens of our fathers, right? Because you identify him as a father. Absolutely. So if you had a broken fracture uh, or a broken relationship when it came to your father, um, and then you can't see this 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 spiritual being, um, it's hard for you to trust him. It's hard for you to allow him to lead you. And so it goes back to, once again, your relationship, Absolutely. right? The yes. expectation that people are imperfect. Mm, that is totally awesome because you said a mouthful. <laughs> you said a mouthful because expectation, I always say, is the biggest killer. Yes. Anything. Because when you have an expectation of, for example, for me, when I first got married, it was like, I expect you to pick up after yourself. <laughs> so many times you have this expectation and you making yourself upset. You're making yourself yes. flustered. I'm ranting and raving about something on the floor. But if I change my lens, I'm going to be saying, hey, 
okay, it's not going to kill me if I pick it up, but yeah. okay, let me just pick it up. All right, honey, you know, you left <laughs> it on the floor and he's like, okay, I got you. Instead of expecting him to do so, because that's my expectation. It's not yes. his expectations, right? And so sometimes if they see us doing the action, they be like, oh, my, my spouse really doesn't like that. Let yeah. me go ahead and do that. And that's just <laughs> one of the examples of <laughs> expectations. Cause I know me, I had a lot of expectation in people. Mm. And mm. when I realized it was like, I'm causing myself to get hurt because yes. I expect them to treat me well. Yes, that's mm. everybody's expectations when, you, especially going into ministry or going to in a church setting, you expect people to be loving kind. But like yeah. you said, we are all flawed individuals. We exactly. all have things that we have basically nobody knows about. And we have issues that nobody, we really don't want, don't want nobody to yeah. know. So depending on what day, like you said, it what day it is, you might have caught me on a bad day. Yeah. Or you may caught me at had caught me at a time that I was growing in that area mm. of where character what was that that I needed to yeah. develop so yeah. it's so very important that you said that because I think people need to I guess understand that other side because yeah. we sometimes sometimes we focus so much on what that individual did or what they said to us or how they hurt us but if we can take a step back and say did they really mean it and yeah. I'm really just talking about the church setting or if somebody did something you in the church setting or in your spiritual walk or spiritual lives so yeah. you can feedback feedback off that if you want to and I, I think it's important for us to be like we're talking about the unrealistic expectations a lot of times we come into church with wounds already so a lot of what Absolutely. we are dealing with is the triggers of people treating us and touching that wound that hasn't been healed right so now we exemplify it and say oh my god we just make it this big thing and throw it on those those people but if we look back in our lives and what i'm saying for anybody that's listening listening is take an assessment of your wounds of your trauma of your damage right a lot of times it's deeper than just this one isolated yeah. incident Right. Um, and so when you take an assessment, when I took an assessment of my trauma, I was able to connect the dots. And that's what I do for a lot of my clients. Right. OK, why are you feeling hurt? Why are you feeling wounded? Let's go back a little bit. Let's talk about the root of the problem. Right. So when you have understanding of the root of the problem, then you know how to deal with yourself and deal with people. Right. right? And regulate your triggers. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think I just want to touch on this right now and put this disclaimer out here. This is not for, I guess it is and can be, but this is not just specifically for those that have been uh, through a trauma by yeah. a clergy member or by a church. I want to put that out there. I don't want you to say, oh, well, you don't know what I've been through. Um, yeah. I was raped by a, a pastor or I was raped by a clergy or I had some type of form of abuse from a clergy or church member. I don't want y'all to get them and say, oh, she's saying, oh, I need to assess this. No, what I'm mm -hmm. saying is sometimes 
for individuals that have already been through traumatic experiences yeah. that we come with an expectation. So I don't want y'all guys to confuse that. So moving along. So <laughs> what were your interests and why you pursued trauma recovery? And did um, you always know that you was going to focus on that area or it was something that just kind of found you? I don't think that trauma recovery is something that I pursued. I believe that it is was my calling. You know, I'm called to the area of deliverance and healing. And so when I began to allow God to heal me, um, I was able to walk into my assignment of trauma recovery coaching. So I feel that it was le- I was led to it, but it's also part of my calling. That's really, that's really big because sometimes we find ourselves just doing, um, just doing because we've been through something, but to say that, Hey, I know that this is what I was meant to do to help other individuals heal, to say, Hey, that you can make it, that you can overcome. So I've heard that you recently wrote, uh, a new book, uh, pieces of me and tell me a little bit about pieces of me. Uh, so pieces of me is basically uh, about trauma it about my own personal trauma but it walks you through the stages of trauma you know I believe this book that I wrote is the book about redemption and vindication Um, it's about my journey with God loving me and keeping me and protecting me um, while I was overcoming my trauma and colliding into my healing and purpose Uh, for the ministry that I have is called instrument of God can you give me an uh, inspirational, um, I guess, something inspiration that was in the book that was like a wow moment for you? Or was like, was there any, I guess, because it's about trauma, did you have any hard time writing it, pieces of me? Um, tell me a little about that, that process. Um, so of course you're always going to have challenges when you write in your personal story, right? One of the things that we as trauma survivors sometimes, um, deal with is because we've experienced so much along the way, we haven't been able to voice our story from our side. So I found myself reliving some of those experiences, um, going back and, you know, visiting the pain that was inflicted from people I trusted and loved. Um, And so there was moments when I found myself overwhelmed with grief. Um, So I had to put the pen down, had to take some days. Um, And I think for me, it was, wow, I actually lived through this, right? Right? You have those light bulb moments where like, I really lived through this and know that there was a purpose for me to go through this. And it's hard for you to see that when you're going through, right? Uh, But when you walk into your calling, when you walk into your assignment, when you are uh, you cross paths with people that have experienced some of the things that you have gone through, then you know why you had to live through that. Yeah. And that's so important. So very important because our story, I believe is not just for us. Yeah. Because there's so many of individuals out there and they feel like they're alone because they've never, I guess, released their story or Mm -hmm. their story was never heard of because of the shame, because of the brokenness or the guilt they felt. And so a lot of times we're getting older and older and older and we still haven't told anyone, but we're still, life is still happening and we're still living out our wounds, whether it's 
um, in our relationships, in our parenting, in our professions, many a times we think that, oh, this is just how it is. But sometimes it's really living out our wounds because we've been so hurt. We've been tra- through a traumatic experience. So that's so important because I think when we've been through a trauma, even, even if we don't tell it out loud, but writing it or yes. writing it down or releasing it so it doesn't be a a wound anymore, especially mm-hmm. an open wound. So I just think that's so very important for individuals out there. So I have you here. I <laughs> want you to take a few moments and just give those that are watching and viewing us right now just some encouraging words, some empowering words um, from your uh, perspective. Well, I always tell my clients, I think a lot of times um, there's that why question, right? Um, And sometimes when you go through or when you are going through, when you get to that moment, the why is answered. And so I always tell my trauma clients that nothing is ever a failure and nothing's ever wasted in your life because you're either coming out with a lesson or win. There is no failure in God. When he created you, he knew you were going to go through these things, right? And although, yes, it's tragic, although it has hurt, right? It serves a greater purpose, right? I can't have a testimony without no test. Mm -hmm. And I can't speak and draw these people that are called to my life and talk to them about trauma if I haven't lived through it. Because we all know people want to know that you have lived through something if you talk about it. So for those of you that are experiencing trauma, I say uh, you can't fix what you won't face. Mm, right and the hardest step to take is that first step to say I need help that's good right but when you take the step to say I need help what's on the other side you will never know I never knew that I would be a trauma recovery coach I never knew I'd be a speaker an author right because here's what here's what I here's what I shared with somebody the other day I was going to prepare for a live and talking about the fear of showing up um one of the things that comes with trauma is the spirit of fear and it's a spirit of fear that is attached to the seed and you are the seed and the fear will either prevent that seed from growing or it'll kill it absolutely and so you need to although you've experienced those things sometimes the fear of moving forward is I don't want to experience those things again or the fear of the unknown yes but here's the thing in your wounds, in your trauma, in your tragedy, you can't trust you. You have to trust what lives on the inside. Absolutely. And know that he has greater and knows far more than you can see. Right. Right. But here's the thing. You have to step out on faith. Everything you're living through, everything you're going through is going to require faith right? And healing, I know that it looks ugly, but it's the most beautiful thing. When your soul is healed, you can accomplish things you never would have imagined that you can accomplish. So those of you that are sitting um, in the shadows of your fear and your pain, I implore you to step on out because there's millions of people that have been where you have been and that are living what you are living. And there's a community of support that wants to empower you to walk into your God-given wholeness. Y'all heard it from Sia Moy. <laughs> she said it best. Hey, I'm letting you know that healing 
it's a journey. It's not no just a quick fix and I'm yeah. I'm there. It's a journey. It's a always a continuous lifetime journey. So don't ever think, well, I'm not there. Mines don't look pretty. Healing is not pretty. I just want to vouch for that. I know from firsthand <laughs> healing is not pretty, but you walking in and saying, Hey, I can't go back. I can't be the same way. Or I'm going to continue to move forward. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going. I, I, I can't continue to live in toxic. I can't continue yes. to just be in toxic relationship. Something has to change. And I think Maya Angelou said it best. She said, if you don't like something, change it. If you mm-hmm. can't change it, change your attitude about it. And it's so important because if you can't change something, change the inside of you. And yeah. that's the thing. Healing, we always want to look, I believe, most sometimes we want to think that our healing is going to be outside somewhere. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to inside. have this magic <laughs> formula and they're going to be like, you're healed. But no, healing is truly, truly a inside out job. It because is. once you begin to heal from the inside, things begin to change. Your yeah. environment begins to change. Those that you used to speak to, friendships begin to change. Relation, you begin to change and mm-hmm. you become the blossom into this beautiful person. So, Sia Moy, for, for anyone that's wanting information about your ministry, about where they can find you, how to contact you, how could they get that information from you? Well, you can definitely visit my website at www.instrument-ofgod.com, or you can follow me on my social media handles, Instagram, IOG underscore ministries, uh, Facebook, Instrument of God Ministries, and Twitter, I underscore M underscore IOG. Awesome. Awesome. And we are so grateful. I'm so grateful to have you because you. you are just, you're just awesome. Just who you are as a person is just really beautiful and your spirit just your motivation your empowerment and just what you do on a daily basis empower mm-hmm. me so that's mm-hmm. why I have you here on trauma talk because I know <laughs> if you empower me you'll be able to empower other individuals that is currently going through a trauma so Amen. it was a pleasure having you today on trauma talk I hope for all those that are watching and are watching right now that you feel empowered, that you are encouraged. And those that are um, love those with trauma, hey, I hope that you have gotten some tools here to just kind of help an individual begin their healing journey. So I will see you next time here on Trauma Talk and we love you all. I am Felicia Johnson and we will see you next time. Love you guys. (laughs)